episode 260 of the Laird of Prayer podcast. Where can we get the wins in 2024? And on the 1916 Zenits, those finals were played. I'm going to get into that and a whole lot more. But first, Oasis. Yes, so we had a hectic week last week. We had um, the new Laird jersey drop. That came out, I went into that, into depth, into into colours, into cuffs, into uh, fashion design. I get into that every two years when O'Neill's released these new jerseys. I go in depth on them and I suppose that's why you sign up for the podcast, get that sort of alternative look at things there. But yeah, people seem to enjoy it. and it, It's just an insight why the loud jersey is designed the way it is, what people's favourite loud jersey is. Also, and just how they, they tweak and how they roll out templates on Laird and how the, suppose the history of it and the sponsorship gets into it as well. So loads in that podcast. I also have um, an update on the Laird, who's going to be wearing that jersey, the Laird Squad Pod. That'll be out today as well. Um, hope you're enjoying the new routine, the new service. Um, we'll, we'll get into di- different things as well over the tor- course of this podcast. We'll have a big guest next week. Uh, on the pod just in time for your Christmas shopping as well and let's see right so where where I suppose where I will begin is the under 19 semi-finals I was in Hunterstown yesterday morning to watch Hunterstown and Matic Rangers defeat Cooley Kickhams it was uh, these are the two teams that would have been dominating the grade bar I know they didn't win the minor championship but it would have dominated the grade right there in the centre and the whole way up and Matic Rangers uh, Hunterstown combination got the better of Cooley um, once again Cooley very strong very strong runners down the middle just didn't get the ball it was, it was an element of wins for the, for the sharpshooters inside uh, Darren McDade obviously impressed in the middle of the field uh, number 9 alongside him I don't know who's, who, who he was but he's a good footballer if someone could let me know who that, that, that player was but yeah Mark Rangers Cullen um, forwards Sean Flynn and Liam Flynn did the damage Conor McCart- McCartney gets the Kieran McCartney gets the goal in the first half after Cooley got a goal in the run of play and that lo- it looked like looked like Cooley were going to hang in it despite playing again the win I mean I played they want to hang in there with a go with that goal um, against the run of play but then Hunterstown the combinations I just took over and they led by seven up at half time. Cooley really forced the issue in the second half and just couldn't find a breakthrough in a goal. Liam Flynn actually gets a black card for pulling the lad down at the end, probably the most tactically, and just shows how astute he is. Um, when he's not even in possession, just that thinking that of the game, that uh, he pulls, I don't know who the forward was for Cooley, pulls him down, and you know, he's Cooley a big grandstand finish. They'll take on the Dark Gales in the final. It's on, I think it's on, I thought it was going to be a Sunday morning, um, which wouldn't be great. Like, it, it, look, it's great, but it's not, it's not probably the best for um, combinations, or not combinations, but under um, 19s. A combination of lads, young lads, and weekends and underfoot, blustery world conditions. You're not, you're not at the peak of your kind of, your kind of, your drive, are you? You'd rather be playing after a day, resting, getting ready, getting fully carb loaded, fully ready for it. And yeah, I think it's Friday night in Darver. They took on the Dundalk Gales, who really put a high score against the Jerry. What kind of would have hinted at that? 
they would deserve to get through the three-team group, but I didn't think that uh, it would be that much of a, of a, of a landslide victory. What's that? It's twenty-one points. Uh, but these two players, these two, these players keep a couple of players keep popping up. Um, Liam O'Connor, Sean Duffy, they've been around on the twenty panel. Uh, Liam Coleman's very good for the Marist. And then Keel Walsh, really liked the look at him. I don't know whether he was called up for there on the 20s for a trial, but he was excellent on the wing for the seniors last year. And Tony McDonald, he's the sharpshooter, he's the free taker inside as well. You know, his lenience is quite good too. And uh, yeah, that's a really good side. They've powered on from the minor loss and added to that strong old, older age group and got together with a. Um, Suppose a really strong second half yesterday against the Geraldines and just powered on. Uh, Thomas Kinling got one of the goals, King Walsh got one of them, Sam Fielding as well. So that, that's going to be a cracking final in in Darver on, on Friday night. Then I'm going to talk about the next year, just to lay it on. I finished with the under 16s, under 16 finals, but yeah, like. Division 2 is very daunting and we'll be kind of screwed again with. Uh, four away games and three home games now luckily enough one of the away games is Park Talton so that's not too far away and it's like a home ground again for us we we begin on 27th of January against Armagh and the Athletic Grounds so that's going to be you know we've seen Armagh set the world alight recently against um, Dublin and Crow Park early on in the league two years ago now they take on us in the Athletic Grounds they'll be very co- cocky and they'll be confident it's going to be on BBC television as well it's going to be that's going to be a, I can't wait for that game now I wouldn't be as what would you say as re- re- rebellious or rivalry I wouldn't be as strong then my part of the world compared to Mead but look up North, North Loud taking on Armagh by State that's going to be the derby of all derbies um, as well then we have our Cork and Ardy again Look at Cork in the second game is not where we liked them. We got where we got them last season. The end of it, that's going to be skin and hair flying. That's going to be Cork coming down to know the track, to know the terrain, to know the the way we we spooked them last year. Um, they'll be looking to take us out. Same with me the next day in eighteenth of February, the next weekend in eighteenth of February, in Park Talton, and then RD are we Cavan and RD as well just at the end of February. And then we go up to Ballyshannon, all the way up to Ballyshannon, um, to take on Donegal. That, that'll be in March. We'll, we'll see where Donegal are at that stage, under Mickey. Or not Mickey, under um, uh, Jim McGuinness. So there'll be five games, four games into the rain. Will they be comfortable? Will they be pushing uh, for promotion? Probably an awkward spot to get them. And then for Man, a second last game, um, Paddy's Day, 17th of March, in RD, one o'clock. That'll be that's going to be already earmarked as a key fixture, and then we've killed there in the last game. It's not a home game for them either, but it is. It's in Doctor Cullen Park, um, on the Saturday night on the lights. We didn't fare well the last time we played there on the lights against Carroll. I think they beat us on the lights. Um, obviously we won in intervening years since that, but on the lights at night in Doctor Cullen Park, we've we were beaten. Against Kildare, Kildare look to get a bit of revenge on us as well. And will Kildare be qualified? Will it be already in um, the promotion seats? I don't know. But that that's where it might fall in our favour. Look it. If you're going, I'm going to make a case for all um, six wins. Um, seven wins, sorry. 
look, we take out Armagh straight away. They under underestimate us, and we, and we take them out in a, in the Athletic Grounds. We still around and have us so hyped up for that game. We beat Cork again in RD, same thing, same rules apply. They'll probably maybe weaken squad with the Castlehaven boys going right deep into it. They're so key, Rory Maguire, Brian Hurley and all those boys. Seen them go really well yeah, um, um, in the Munster club final against Dingle. So will they go on? Will they progress? They're on that side of the draw to take on St Bridges. They'll have a... They'll have a, maybe an All-Ireland club final to go into and then they'll be like looking to kind of rest up after that. And they're so crucial to that Cork side, especially Castlehaven manager, um, Cleary as well. Mead and Navin, that's it, that's it. Chuck that there, that's already two points. And Loud taking on Cavan and RD. That's a big game. That's a game where we take out Cavan and um, beat them. And then like they're the, they're the team coming up. We looked at a certainty on them. Donegal, that's going to be really tough. But Mickey, oh, I keep saying Mickey, Jimmy McGuinness will know the loud players very well, but we'll know how Jimmy operates too. And we'll take him out up there. The boys get a big bonding uh, session away from home, big travel, big trip. And they gel and they, they power on then for promotion. For Mana, and we we have the hex over for Mana past couple of seasons we played and beat them in probably one of the best performances under Mickey Hart's reign up there and then a skilling and then Kildare Kildare probably will be qualified they'll be strong next season Colin Halley is involved with them too he'll run out very well but we'll uh, we'll be able to figure them out hopefully and they'll be maybe maybe Colin will say look we're, we're qualified lads Maybe we let Lau go up along with us or give them a win to save them from maybe relegation feet either. So you're looking at trying to get so you're trying to get three wins. That's how I laid out all three wins. Um obviously you're looking at Calvin and Fermanagh are chalked down as two must wins of the two teams that came up. Um Mead will, will be improved, but Cork might that early on season form might be tough for them with the Castle Haven boys maybe involved. Armagh as well, maybe that's the the right time to get Armagh either the first game or the last game because they'll want to go back up along with Donegal the toughest game for me would probably be Donegal and Manny Shannon of all those even I know around the athletic grounds would be daunting but like it's still one you want to relish going up the way up to Donegal really tough team that'll be tough um, and then look at Fermanagh you probably think that's a banker at home in RD and we're looking to get them in RD as well the Horlers have been screwed as well they've only two out of one, two, three, four. Two out of five games are in Darver. We've Armagh away, tough over there, tough in Castle Bar again to take on Mayo and Calvin and Breffney Park. They've beaten Calvin over there before as well. But that's just the lay of the land on the fixtures where they can get wins. Loud, very competitive in that. Um, could take all those teams out. Bar, maybe Mayo, Sligo coming back down. Uh, maybe they'll be on the slide we send them on that trajectory as well but first big game Trevor Hilliard against former team he managed Monaghan in Darver on the 4th of February but yeah so I'll just move back then obviously with convention tomorrow night I've um, spoken about the lads who've wore the jersey that's coming out later on and then you have the uh, under 20 squad that'll be that's going to be that has been I think they're working on that and maybe finalised and I'll have, I'll have something on that in the, in the coming weeks as well but um, just yeah a couple of finals were won over the weekend the Division 6 final the Plunkers got the job done as well uh, Niall Morton absolutely exceptional at number 10 and then 
Christian Nolan as well. Um, those two, like that's they're, they're, they're quality footballers. He's playing Division Six, but I think it was four and a half months since Tota played the last game, which is quite quite incredible. Also, maybe they could have played that maybe the first weekend of November. So there's a lot of hanging around and a lot of waiting. Um, to get that game on the way and then you have three wins in the under 16 finals Ardy get the top one um, super forms as well from um, Rooney from Keane Rooney uh, played very well really good footballer younger brother Ryan's and then Sean Kyle his name comes synonymous as well at number six and then Patrick Svendar the captain think he's of German heritage so he they, they got the job done there that's another strong RD side another crop that might come through at the top of Division 1 then Division 2 the, fin, the Finbars got, got a win so it was kind of checking and hide weekend for the Finbars um, nothing wrong with the youth teams they're coming through a lot of teams coming right through Division 2 B Championship level they're getting a mass of players again coming through Every season, yeah, they did 47 registered adult players last season, and they're in that obviously Division Six final too. But yeah, I think the main man again was Andrew O'Reilly, and they got the job done over the over the Feckins, who are quite strong too across the levels. And Division Three, Glen Emmets, um, were paired on with J- Jacob Morgan. I actually remember J- Jacob Morgan as as a kid would have worked with his with his dad um, when Glen Emmets were amalgamated with Mark and Hunterstown as well Marty yeah so it's mad yeah class footballer you even see it back then he was always had the ball in his hands and if that just shows and it's that simple as well but yeah that has been episode 260 of the podcast so do sign up and listen to that revolving doors who is on the loud panel who is on the squad for next season who's the 45 players names down uh, if I miss someone actually do let me know also New Jersey pod have a listen back to that managerial merry-go-round is uh, spinning as well with uh, nine vacancies still left even though uh, there was one filled over the weekend one more has dropped out so there's uh, still four vacancies at intermediate level with Glyde Masnock the Rahalis and uh, oh who's the last team the Dock Ailes. Dock Ailes should have got that but then there's, there's five junior teams so there's nine vacancies left and one question mark over other. so ten teams nearly not not done for next season get all the details on that um, managerial merry-go-round pod probably part three should be out in the next couple of weeks but yeah that's it that's all for me and episode 260 of the podcast thank you very much for listening and uh, chat to you soon <laughs>